Right. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the History and Philosophy podcast of Lander University. Once again, we have Miss Gemma Perez to uh, interview today. Uh, you may recall we talked to her, uh, I, th- I think it was over the summer, Gemma? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. And you were, uh, what were you getting ready to do? I was, I had just graduated and I think I was in the process of finding a job. Right. And how did that work out? It worked out well, and it definitely worked out in my favor. I'm very happy where I am at right now. So so where are you at now, and what are you doing? I teach at Greenwood High School in Greenwood, South Carolina, and I teach world geography. Oh, excellent. That must be the school bell. Yep, I apologize for that. (laughs) That's the bell for the block. (laughs) It, 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 It lends authenticity. Now everyone knows you are indeed at a school. Yes, I am not lying. <laughs> so, um, so that's great. So what was your first year of teaching like? And that's one reason I wanted to do the interview. I wanted to follow up. You know, we talked to you, you know, we, we've got kind of a story going here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, my first year of teaching has been amazing. Um, it's been quite crazy in both positive and negative ways. Um, but I think overall for a first year teacher that, it usually tends to be really, really difficult. I have had a successful year. Um, And, you know, there's been challenges and then there's been, you know, accomplishments. But overall, I think it has been wonderful. Oh, excellent. So can you tell me, like, uh, can you give some concrete examples? Like what was kind of a positive crazy? What was kind of a negative crazy? So a negative crazy would just be that you don't expect some of the things you run into. Um, So you'll just, you come to work and like something will happen and you just would never have imagined it or you never (laughs) prep for it, you know? Um, Because every student is so different. Every class is so different. And a lot of these students, this is their first time back in a classroom in two years because of COVID. Right. Um, So there has been a lot of having to readjust to, classroom life, classroom environment, and not solely digital or online. Um, So those are kind of more of the negative things, just having to recircle back into that routine. Um, But more of a positive crazy would just be that the kids are great and you're able to form these relationships with them. And sometimes you are the only person that cares about them or, you know, asks them how they're doing. And, you know, they really show you that they appreciate that. So, you know, and I like how every day is something new. You never expect some things and it keeps me on my toes, which I really like. Right. Sounds a lot. A lot of that sounded just like what what you deal with as a professor, too. Yeah. (laughs) Especially, again, with our freshmen that they had to make that double adjustment in adjusting to college life and not be not not having the COVID classroom. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're doing our best to help them. Oh, excellent. So now how do you deal with that then? How, how do you deal with that craziness that you can't expect? Well, I, I would say overall, um, I have a mentor um, that I have that was assigned to me. And then I have also, you know, made friends and acquaintances with other teachers. And I think a big part in dealing with more of the negative crazy is just having a good support system. So I remember first semester when it was only, I had only been teaching for like five or six weeks, I would go to my mentor or another teacher and be like, hey, this happened. How would you handle it? This is what I think I should do. What do you think I should do? Um, 
So really just like getting people more experienced opinions and help and also just taking it day by day. Oh, excellent. Excellent. And do you, I mean, that is kind of a shift, right? Because you were focusing on history and then you moved into world geography. I mean, have you had to do a lot of extra reading or? Yes, did, I have. I was honestly, I was a little nervous um, to do it because I didn't feel too comfortable that, you know, because it was so I had been submerged in so much history that geography wasn't to that level. But I've had to do some readjusting and, you know, I got some textbooks and um, some other teachers shared their materials and I've been making it work, I guess. <laughs> um, but I do incorporate, we do world history. Excellent. So it's not just um, physical geography. I incorporate human geography. So we do culture, we do government, we do history. So I kind of incorporate a little bit of everything into our units. Right. Well, and I hope that the, the world history courses at Lander were of at least some use. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And I'm so glad I took them. Um, especially like hearing that the kids, my students, you know, are unfamiliar with some things like we are in Africa in the Middle East right now. And I asked them if they had ever heard of Mesopotamia or the Fertile Crescent. And a lot of them said no. Um, so, you know, that's why I like to throw in that history just so not only do they know where things are, but they know something about it as well. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And of course, for our listeners, I had to tease Gemma a bit because, of course, I, I taught her world history. I'm the, yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one who teaches it at Lander. So. <laughs> well, so now one thing that's really cool, you you had something, you had a, a very good year, right? What, what special thing happened this year? I received the first year teacher of the year award at my school. Oh, that's excellent. So congratulations. I'm sure that was well-deserved. Thank you. So could you tell us a little bit, how, like, how do you win it? Did you have to apply? Did people come and watch you teach? Were you nominated? Um, I'm not sure. I did not apply for it. Um, my principal just walked in one day during my first block and was like, oh, check your email. And I got the email that I had gotten the award. But I assume, I think it's um, my principal who picks that. Because when we do regular teacher of the year, the teachers vote but for first year teacher of the years, I think the principal gets to choose who it is. Oh, excellent. No, that, that was really awesome. And did you know that there's posters of you and other award-winning teachers at Lander? Yes. Um, well, I didn't know they were at Lander, but um, our education department had sent all of us an email um, with that collage of all of us. So I did receive it on my email and I thought that was really great. It was nice. No, it, it was neat because that's how I found out what, what's funny is I actually teach a course in a Montessori classroom. I don't know how I ended up in a Montessori classroom. I guess they know I like blocks. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I was walking to my classroom to teach modern Japan and I'm like, oh, there's a poster. Oh, there's Gemma. <laughs> so, that, yeah. so now you're a, an, an award winning teacher. I know. this, And I truly didn't expect it. I I wasn't expecting it at all. So when I found out, I... I felt very, very proud and accomplished because I, I was not expecting it at all. Right. So, so did they, did you get like prize money or a free trip to Hawaii or anything like that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't really get anything. Um, but I got, um, just basically the title and the achievement and some of the teachers did like set up something in our workroom and they gave me like gift cards and pencils and notebooks and like cute little, you know, little gift items. And they, signed a card for me, which was really nice. Um, 
but that's about it. And that's really all I could ask for. I even the the little get together they put up for me in the work group. I thought that was too much. I was like, no one has to do this, but it was very thoughtful. No, that that's awesome, and it makes it a better place to work. I think when we when we do stuff like that. Yeah. But so one reason um I'm I'm kind of, this is my long long setup because of course I'm going to highly encourage our um secondary school certification majors to to listen to this interview uh to be inspired by uh Gemma's success i mean not only did you know it's 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 not only just awesome it's like hey i came out right out of college and i got a job i like it's hey i came out right out of college and i got a job i like and i'm really good at it and won an award yeah so now that we we you know you are now an expert people need to listen to you and your your awesome authority so for our students who are listening to this what tips would you give to them both in terms of successfully completing the degree and then in that first year of teaching? For successfully completing the degree, I would say keep going. Um, Nothing is easy and it is so worth it in the end. I think, you know, when you're completing your degree, everything's going to be at a higher level and more stressful just because, you know, Lander is doing what's right and they want to prepare us for everything possible as much as they can and, you know, for us to be well knowledgeable. So it can be tough at times, but I would say just get through it. It's worth it. And honestly, it's not the worst thing in the world because then when you get into teaching, you realize it can be much, much more stressful, but in a good way. And then for first year teaching, I would say to always be speaking to someone, to always, to try to make connections. Um, I have learned so much through other teachers just in passing by conversation. And more than likely, the teachers are going to help you. They want to see you succeed. So I would definitely say don't be afraid to explore other options. I think the worst thing a first-year teacher could do would be to come into a classroom closed-minded, thinking they know everything and their way is going to work because the students can walk in and five minutes later, they're going to turn your world upside down right? and you're going to have to change everything. And you learn that by experience and also by talking to other people. So definitely to be open-minded and to talk to other teachers and make connections. Oh, excellent. Well, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I want to su- particularly support two of those points that you made. I mean, it's all very good. But I like the fact that you really emphasize making those connections because I've had people ask me like, well, at your job, how much face time do you have to have? Meaning how much should I be around in the office and how much can I be outside the office? And I actually try and maximize as much face time as I can uh, because you can't you can't plan for everything. I mean, technically, mm-hmm. I could just teach my classes, have office hours and then leave except for, for meetings. Um, but I don't want to do that um, because that's a lot of times where it's these conversations I have in the hall with a colleague or with a student that really teaches me a lot um, and gives me some kind of connection or something I can use to help other people. Um, and the other thing you said about just being open-minded uh, as teachers, one thing that happens is we get older, but our students stay the same age. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to, to lose connections with them because each generate each year they're different. Mm-hmm. So I really, I just want to, to highlight those points I thought you made very well. Yeah. Uh, well, so um, I'd like to keep these a little bit short so people can just listen to them, get some some good tips. Um, but I want to invite, do you have any other comments you'd like to make? Any advice you want to say? Any shout outs you want to give or anything like that? Um, No, I don't think so. I just think anyone who's doing secondary ed at Lander is very lucky. 
it's a wonderful program and to just keep keep going because it is worth it and if you really want to teach then it's all everything will fall into place eventually oh excellent thank you so much uh miss perez for those words of wisdom and thank you to our listeners and uh, yes thank you so much for having me oh my pleasure